welcome, beautiful soul, to season two of a Conscious Space podcast, a podcast for heart-aligned living, self-love, and the deeper questions in life. And welcome back to my listeners from season one and to my new listeners, a warm welcome. Welcome, beautiful soul, to a Conscious Space podcast and welcome to season two. For those of you who are new here, my name is Emily Erickson. I'm a conscious designer, spiritual guide, self-love educator, and so much more. And I created this podcast to live, lift conversations, musings, and meditations evolving around self-love, conscious living, and the deeper questions in life. And today we will talk about one of the deeper questions, loneliness, or perhaps not so much a question as something that many of us, including myself, struggle with at times. I myself have struggled with feelings of loneliness since I was a child. And yesterday I was reminded of the importance of talking about loneliness, how common it is to experience loneliness, that you are not alone, and what you can do to feel less lonely. And I think we all were reminded of how lonely we can all feel and how detrimental it is to our health and well-being when we feel lonely for a longer period of time during the pandemic. And especially elderly people uh, can suffer greatly and have lesser chances of recovering from ailments or leading their last days in in a happy and harmonious state when they are feeling very lonely. And there are studies, I'm not going to quote any studies, um, but there are many studies about the effects of loneliness. And I, myself, being a Swede and growing up in a dark and cold Nordic country where there, especially in Stockholm, are so many single households. I think Stockholm is one of the cities in the world with the most single households. So we wake up by ourselves if we are uh, in a single household. We, w- we usually go to work by ourselves. We come home and no matter how our work situation or if we study or if we're entrepreneurs, and we usually spend most of the time by ourselves and we mostly have all our meals by ourselves and as human beings we human beings are made for togetherness and community of course we have needs some more than others to um, retreat at times and depending on um, if you like to isolate you yourself on an island or prefer living in a cottage in the woods by yourself, that's one thing. But in general, we need community, we need people around us, and we need to feel seen, held, heard, and loved. 
And usually when these feelings of loneliness come up, for me, like yesterday, it was because I didn't have any plans for the evening and it was weekend. And if it's just one weekend, but then there has been many weekends in a row, I feel as there's something wrong with me. I should should have come further in life. Oh, I don't have a partner. And all these things come like a ripple effect from one thought of feeling lonely. However, when we catch ourselves and when we hold ourselves and when we say to ourselves, Emily, I feel you, I see you, I know it feels uh, so hard to feel this again and I know you've felt it so many times and you think you thought you would have you know, experienced a change by now or would have a partner by now or a community like in Berlin, a thriving community where you were never feeling alone or most of the time not. Uh, but I see you, I feel you, I'm here, I'm listening. And when we listen and when we tune in and when we look at the underlying causes, so when you do feel lonely, like I did, for instance, last night, if we tune in with ourselves and if we say, okay, Emily, I feel you, I see you, it's okay to be sad and I know you didn't want to be here again and feel like this again. But what is this showing you? Is it showing you perhaps that you long for a community or you long for a partner and you need to do activities that put you outside of your comfort zone or perhaps this is showing you that you need to activate and boost your creativity and creative projects or perhaps you just need to feel alone tonight or right now and know that that's okay and know that deep down you are never alone because there is always someone in our life. And usually there are quite many. But there is always someone in, the, in your life that thinks about you right now. There is always someone who loves you. And there is always someone who cherishes you. And if you place your hand on your heart center right now, and perhaps your other hand on top of that hand. This, this action right here and right now is a reminder for you that you are in fact never fully alone because you got you. You got you. And you also have Mother Earth below your feet. You have the sky above and source spirit. You have collective consciousness. You have your guides, spirit guides and goddesses and ascended masters if you work this way, if you have a spiritual practice. And this makes you not alone. This makes you perfectly held and loved and for me, when I feel lonely and when I start crying, usually 
at weekends when I don't have any plans and everyone's busy and I start getting into a mental loop of shame and self-pity and thinking, ah, I should have made plans or I should know better or why am I feeling like this when the world is suffering and why am I, etc. But then to get out of that slump and to get out of that whirlpool of sadness and loneliness, I have some favorite practices that I want to share with you today. One of them is writing. And you might not love writing as much as I do. But what you can do, what all of you can do who listen, is to have a gratitude practice. And just write a couple of words, a couple of things each day that you are grateful for. And if you're feeling lonely and sad, try and make a longer list and see how you remembering everything that you are grateful for and the people in your life that you are grateful for, the aspects of yourself that you are grateful for. And this is a very important part. And as you do this, little by little, the grip, the sense of loneliness has on your heart and throat will loosen. And another practice or another cure is movement. So you can put on some music and dance or you can practice some soft movement, qigong or yoga or tai chi. Or you can go for a walk under the stars. Movement shifts the anxiousness in your body and helps you come back to your body. Because when we do feel lonely, unless it's from isolation and you being you know, in a state where you haven't been able to meet someone for a very long time, and that's something else. But when we do experience occasional loneliness, we are very much in our minds. And when we come back to our body, we can help and support ourselves to come back to our innate sense of well-being again. Because well-being is our natural state. It's not something that we need to search for or that is a peak moment here and there in fact well-being is by default our natural state so that was movement and writing and then of course the third one perhaps most important or perhaps most efficient for you is reaching out to someone Of course, if you feel like you don't have anyone to reach out to, this can make you feel even more lonely. But usually we have one person. It could even be a chat group on WhatsApp with people that we love and admire. Or it could be someone that we are connecting with on Instagram, but preferably someone in your physical life, in your physical surrounding. If you can text a friend, 
if you can call your mother, if you can reach out to just one person in your life and tell them, hey, I need to chat. I'm feeling vulnerable or I'm feeling lonely or could we talk? And once you build those bridges of connection, loneliness dissipates. It dissipates like smoke. Because we need, as human beings, to feel seen, heard, held, and loved. And as I'm recording this, I'm realizing that I want to create another episode on loneliness about how we more fully can feel loved, seen, held, and heard. And I want to create a meditation for you, a guided meditation, because here on Insight Timer, for, uh, or here on the uh, Conscious Space podcast, for those of you who are new listeners, I share beautiful guided meditations that I feel called to creating for you. And... I work with visualization and yoga nidra. I'm also a meditation teacher since several years on Insight Timer, which is one of the largest platforms in in the world with guided meditations and sound healing and live meditations. And I also lead um, yoga nidra sessions in person and online with collaboration partners and uh, friends who are also guides and sound healers. So there will be another part of this episode, part two, with a beautiful guided meditation for you. And in the meantime, you can visit my Insight Timer profile. I will link it in the show notes. And there you find meditation practices to help you feel at home within yourself and to help you connect with yourself on a deeper level. And it's also actually a beautiful global community to connect with others if that feels in alignment for you. And I also want to stretch out a hand and say that you are most welcome to contact me on Instagram or Insight Timer or here on the podcast platform of your choice, either to share your experiences of loneliness and what you do to assist yourself, or perhaps you want to be a guest on a Conscious Space podcast. Or perhaps you want to share about this episode. I also want to say that if you like this episode, I would love for you to rate it, to share a word or two, and to follow me either on podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And it would be my tremendous joy and honor 
pleasure and delight to have you back here again as a listener for the next episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this helped. And also, if you are suffering from deep depression or if you are worried about your own sense of loneliness and how it is affecting you on a much deeper level, please do seek professional help and reach out to your medical provider. And remember that ease is just a written word away, a danced step away, and a phone call away. So much love, gratitude, and blessings. And see you next time. Namaste.